saw the two bad guys, their legs look like such like rectangles. <laughs> it didn't look, you know, like they look so flat and squarish. They like prepare the, for trouble. Those two and make, make it, it double. double. I don't know the rest. Oh, I forgot man. the rest too. Those are the only words I remember now that you said. Yeah, it. now I can't remember either. Yeah. But I was like, why are their legs so square? And then you Team look at Digimon. Rocket and those, blast off into was, outer space. It was just so much more formed. And I was just like, yeah, the drawing for this is so much better. <laughs> and I like that the animal, the the Digimon talks to them. I like. I was like, finally, because I was like, I don't speak Pika. Pika I don't speak. Pika, I don't speak Pika. Jiggly. And I was like, how is she saying Jiggly? Exactly. I don't speak Squirtle. So I was like. How is Squirtle saying Squirtle, Jigglypuff yes, saying Jigglypuff, and Pika right. saying Pika, and they understand each other? It blew my like it didn't make sense to me when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, how are they understanding each other when they're like speaking different words? They're just speaking their name in different emphasis. <laughs> like it literally bothered me, and I was like, yes, it's the Digimon. same way they grouped. <laughs> I am grouped. I am grouped. Yeah, I, I, I don't I get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I am Groot. Oh, God, I don't know. I guess it's because it's a tonal language. But you're just saying the same thing over and I was like, I am. It's English. <laughs> anyway, I love Digimon. I was, like, uh, yeah. so into it. I never watched a new like, iteration, but. I haven't either. It makes me want to, like, go back and rewatch. I know. I was so into it. I love the characters, um, the especially the first season with all the different People, I love the angsty character. There's like those, two, like these two brothers. One, I forgot their names. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're coloring. Like this wolf one. He basically yeah, he yeah, always remind me of Sasuke. Five. You know those like moody, brooding anime characters. Yeah, I can't remember which one was the brooding like, one. I only remember like the the main dude. Well, it's like in my mind's eye, I can only like picture. Like his name was Ty. The first, the main oh, one yeah, was yeah, Ty. Yeah, Ty, and he kind of looked like his hair was kind of like Dragon Ball Z esque. <laughs> um, and then he also kind of remembered Naruto right? too. Did Naruto have goggles? No, Naruto didn't have goggles. But he had goggles, I think. He had goggles. Yeah. Yep. And then he kind of reminded me of the main guy on Pokemon too. He kind of reminded me of like it's a oh, mixture. So oh, it was oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash. Ash, yes. Ash Ketchum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of like a mixture of people. So I just was like, yeah, but I get his character. And then you had the Sasuke one that was just like his um, his nemesis. Not nemesis, his like rival. They were all supposed to be on the same team. Spoil. But yeah. Now I, I, I might go back and watch Digimon because it was a really good show. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Uh, we're recording, by the way. Oh, hey. What's up, What's up everybody? Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Beaming. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sorry guys, we had a little bit of a hide. We were supposed to have produced our episode earlier, but uh Bola was dealing with some family issues. Life happens. Life yes, happens. life happens. So but we want to make sure we came back with our two episode a month thing. We promised that. So y'all just gonna do what? Y'all gonna get two episodes a week this what? week. Y'all gonna get two awesome episodes this week, and I'm I just was telling Whitney that this month is our caper heist theme. Okay, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we love it. And so for today's episode, y'all, we are gonna be talking about Lupin. Lupin. 
Yes, I know you know it. You, I know you're excited. I can just feel you like, yeah, I love that show too. Yes, we <laughs> love that show as well. Um, Lupin, um, I'm sorry. I keep saying it the French way because I took French in school and I love French, the language. Um, so I'm always like, Lupin. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Lupin. Like, okay, got it. Now, I say Lupin as well, but only because there was an anime called Lupin the Third. Ah. And then, of course, everyone knows Lupin as well from Harry Potter. Lupin was one like a beloved teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But the no, wolf. no. But I, I, I say Lupin. Okay, so I like to say it in the French. I was like Lupin, and I was like, and you oh. know, like when I like watched it, like mm-hmm. I rewatched it in preparation for this episode. But when I first started watching it, I watched two episodes, and then I kind of fell off because I get show ADD mm-hmm. and start skipping around, and then That's I. That's why I don't know why out. you binge because it's like when you get show ADD, it's like just follow up like once. Like, the shows that come out sequentially, where it's, like, one after the next week, I feel like that would be better for you than to just binge all at once. Since you do get show 80, you'd be like, okay, uh, let me go watch this. But it's all available to you, so you know you can watch it later. When if you don't know, you could just watch it at once, and I'm like, okay, oh, next week, there's another episode. I just think it'd be better for you. <laughs> I like my way. I like my way. But anyway, like, I was telling my mom, no, wait, my mom was telling me about it, and I had actually already watched, like, maybe a couple episodes. And she was telling me about this show. She was like, yeah, it's got the dude from The Blacklist on there. I was like, he was on The Blacklist? She was like, was yeah. he on Blacklist? He, apparently he was in like a couple episodes of The mm. Blacklist, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was telling me about it. She was like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. I was like, I'm not used to you watching like, um, you know, like subtitle stuff. She's like, what are you talking about? It's not in subtitles. It's in English. I'm like, no, it's not. It's in French. She's mm-hmm. like, I watched it in English. And I'm like, what? <laughs> But apparently her settings are like, I guess, set for like English, no matter yeah. what the thing is. Yeah. So and I, was like, and I being a purist, yes. So like I always want to watch in the original language and I will read. <laughs> me too. And I'm, you know, that's me too all day. Cause I've always grown up watching. I love hearing languages. I don't know why it's just a thing with me. Mm-hmm. I love hearing languages. Even, even if I don't understand, I just like hearing it. Whether it's music, movies, songs. I love it. I will even learn a song in another language. Just so I can like form different words with my mouth, be like, yes, you know. The only I love song it. I can think of right now is like the um, what was it called? Drago Stidente, Blaze, Blaze, Numa Numa Ye, Numa Numa Ye, Numa 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 Ye, Drago Stidente. Wow. <laughs> Man, I wish we had a clip of that. Just like, hear what we're talking about. There's an old song. Like, yeah, that was from like high school. I don't even know. Was that like a, a game, a song for a game? I don't think so. I remember because like one of my friends like introduced it to me and I saw like the music video, which, oh, this is actually very appropriate. Happy Pride Month, everybody, because oh, yeah. that music video is so gay. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rainbows and everything. It is fantastic. I need to find the video. I don't think I ever watched the video, but I've heard that song because it's like, I'm not going to lie, it has like an annoying like rep- um, repetitive tune because it's like, and you're just like, <laughs> what was that? That was that was the beginning of the song. You know, it's like, what language is that? Salut. Um, one of the like Nordic French. type of ones, like I Norwegian think. or something. Yeah, okay. like Swedish or something. I yeah. Think. How do we get on this? <laughs> I just was like, wait. I don't know. How do we? Uh, oh, we were talking about languages. <laughs> you were talking, yeah, you were talking about how you listen to lo- songs in other languages, and I was thinking to yeah. myself that the only some one of the only songs I could that just like popped into my mind that I've listened to in its original language is Dragostaidente, which I don't know what it means at all. Mm, it probably some weird. But language they also thing. had it like no, actually they didn't have it in um this 
movie that I watched on Netflix called um, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Have you mm, watched that? No, you told me about that. Yes, it's so good. But actually, they weren't even singing that song. They were singing like some rap version. I, whose song was it? Because somebody sampled it. Mm. I haven't. I don't. I haven't seen it. So. Well, anyway, somebody help. sampled it like later years, um, part of the song for that like song? a hip hop song, mm. and they were singing that version of it. But I always knew like the original, the original one. And <laughs> I remember, I remember that. Yeah, but um, actually, I was reading an article uh, today. My, oh, my was that part who? of it too? Yeah, that's oh, part of the same wow. song. So that's the part of the song they sampled the my he, my who. Oh. My ha, my ha ha. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay, that was such an interesting song. <laughs> I don't remember seeing a video for that, but I do remember all of that. <laughs> um, but I actually was reading an article earlier today, um, about how Netflix is allowing people to be, especially Americans, mm-hmm. to uh, the beauty of or the appreciation of foreign language films and foreign made work that so many uh, Netflix is allowing exposure to so many different um, movies, TV shows made in foreign languages and people are exposing themselves to it and they're loving it Mm -hmm. because like, I'm sure they probably already always had it there, but they're starting to like, I guess put like the trailers and stuff at the top for things Mm -hmm. that aren't in your, like your own native language, because I'm sure they've had like plenty of, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about plenty, but I'm sure they've had like foreign language stuff on there. But now it's like, even if you're like in the United States, they're like still showing you stuff from like France or or um whatever other countries. South like Korean, there's like this one called Spain. Ragnarok that's like yes, and it's actually from like the culture that Ragnarok. Yeah. I think I'm, and they're I like say Norwegian and they're like. I don't know. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. That's the word I'm looking for. They spotlight it for you mm-hmm. so that you're like, oh, that looks interesting. Whereas think, I think before, like maybe in earlier years, they would have only spotlighted stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why I just got a um, recommendation like in the spotlight for Working Moms, which is like Canadian. Mm-hmm. Though they could have recommended that to me before because it's English. But it just, uh, that was funny, by the way. Working okay. Mom is hilarious. I haven't finished it, but like, it's it's so funny. <laughs> and it's so like, I don't know, raw too. Like, it's funny. And they're just like, just doing the most. <laughs> okay. Working Mom's plugging it, plugging it, y'all. Check it out. Yeah. Um, we'll, but, we'll throw it in the short show notes. But I really like we that. We should throw all this stuff. We'll put, we'll put Dragostai Dente. We'll find like a music video for it. So oh, you guys can. Please. Happy Pride Mom. We'll put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see this video. Um, but yeah, I just was, well, one, I've always known, yeah, we need to just be open to that. I've always been on, I'm ahead of the time. Just, just <laughs> I've been ahead of the time for a while on this kind of stuff. But I'm actually glad that now more people are like just being open to it. And yes, yeah, some stuff is dubbed. So like, like your mom um, listened to it in English. And I didn't realize it was even dubbed, but like a lot of stuff has the option so that you could listen to it in English instead mm-hmm. of the original language. But uh, again, I just, I know the guy speaks French and I love to hear his voice. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, I'd love to watch a French film in France. It's filmed in France and I'm like, I want it 
all the Frenchness in there. So I listened to it in the original language and I read the subtitles and me and my sister loved it. We just, that's what we did. My mom watched it with us. But again, my mom, all of us, we watch foreign films all the time. Mm. So they, reading subtitles and hearing different languages is not a problem for us. Par for the course. For but I just like that <laughs> they're not letting, I mean, dubbing helps so that you don't let the work just pass you by because you have the issue where I don't like to read subtitles. Mm-hmm. So I, I really would prefer people watch the, the movie and the show. And you know, there's another thing one of my friends recommended a um, series to me that I haven't watched yet. What is? It? It's another heist type thing. Oh, um, it's Money Heist. Yes, Money I know. Heist. I need to watch that, and it's originally yeah. Spanish, as in from yeah. Spain, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I ha- I just haven't gotten a chance to it yet because I know I will have to read, so I know I have to, it involves a little bit more work. Whereas mm-hmm. something else that you don't have to read, you can kind of you know. Mm-hmm. be a little bit more I, or less of, intentional I because guess, there's really. so many seasons of that show I even like thought I should just listen to it in the dub but I, I'd have to look at the whole thing and see if it'll bother me because you know you can kind of tell when something's dubbed even though they do really good mm-hmm. with the timing you can tell something's dubbed yeah, yeah and I'm just like am I down for that no I'd rather suffer through the stuff. It's not even <laughs> suffering for me. I'd rather just go through the t- subtitles and I rewind if I need to. Did I miss something? Rewind. So I'm going to check and see because sometimes I don't like it when I can tell something's dubbed. Mm-hmm. The only time it's not a problem is when it's anime because, you, you know, it's a cartoon anyway. Yeah. But I still sometimes go back and just listen to Japanese <laughs> and still <laughs> prefer that too. Oh, Speaking of anime, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. Do you know they are making a live action of Cowboy Bebop? I did. I've known for like a, yes. over a year, actually. <laughs> I'm are. actually excited to see, what's his name from Harold and Kumar? Um, um, I think his name is John Cho. Or John yeah, John, Ch- John Cho. Cho. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him in there because he's like, I- I'm excited to see like more Asian actors coming to the forefront. Stuff, like yeah. leads and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, John Cho is hot. He'll be cool as Spike. He already had the hair for it. When I when I saw the um little oh teaser thing, you've seen him with the hair. I mm-hmm. have not. He grew his hair out so he could look like it. And I was oh, like, oh no. my god! Oh, you got okay. You got to put that in the show notes as well because I want to see that as well. It was just like a small little teaser thing where you know that he's gonna be in it. Then this other chick's gonna be in, it, and then the black guy. I wish I remember his name. Jet he black. was the. Yes. He <laughs> Sorry, I'm the... pointing. You guys can't see. I'm pointing because I've got because Cowboy Bebop all like... up in the studio here, y'all. <laughs> um, and this is one of her favorite anime, so that's why I was I had to bring it up so that she would know. I was like, just in case you didn't know. Um, but the guy who played the villain in um, Luke Sid Cage. Vicious. Oh, oh, Luke Cage, oh, you're talking the about the TV Luke, version. I thought you were talking yeah, about the guy Bebop. who played. No, because I don't know anything about Cowboy. I've never watched it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, Sid Vicious is the villain. In that's Cowboy why I was looking Bebop. forward to the show. So I was like, finally, I can see what this is about. <laughs> You should watch uh, the just, show. I know. I just haven't. I actually own it. the movie. I don't own the series, but I own the movie on like um, DVD, which of course I never go into my DVDs because it's so much effort to take out a DVD and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he plays that character. Um, but I just liked seeing him again because I really thought he was such a good villain in um, Luke Cage, the the series on Netflix. Well, wait, wait, Disney which, Luke Cage. Who's playing him? He's a black actor. Um, he's a tall black actor. Is he, he the original seen... villain? The one who got killed? No, by... I don't think he was a villain. I think he's just playing one of the characters in... No, no, I'm talking about in Luke Cage. You said he was a villain, right? Yeah, in but season was he two. Being... Oh, season two. I, didn't, I haven't watched season the two. The Jamaican... He's the Jamaican. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay, so you might not know who he is. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you the uh, the link, the thing. And I'm going to post it for you guys, too, in case y'all like it. You guys can see as well. Okay, so I just want to go into what I'm blurting out about, y'all. And it's summer. I'm just blurting out about you guys. Things are finally, like, opening up. 
I'm just loving you know, going out summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> I love it. I just like I like seeing people out and about doing things and it's just so nice to be somewhere and feel free to hug your friends again. I mean, yeah, I'm vaccinated fully, yes, but I just I and mean, you know, some people you still need to be cautious because I know some people don't. And, you know, you, you also want to be careful because you're like people's comfort level. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, for those people, they wear their mask. That's cool. If I want to wear one, I wear it. If I don't, I just keep it moving because I have been vaccinated. Um, and the restrictions have, um, have, have been taken down. So, but I just love that. I feel like we're finally getting, I know COVID is not over, but it's like, we're getting through it. We're getting, we're past coming out it. the other side. This too shall pass. So Indeed. I'm just learning out about being able to go places and do things and the restrictions lifting. And I don't know about y'all, but that just deserves a yeehaw. <laughs> I would have gone for a yeehaw. But all right, I know, I know. That was so <laughs> random. <laughs> uh, my second blurt out is um kind of related because of course we had Juneteenth recently mm-hmm. this past mm-hmm. weekend, which was my birthday. Hey, birthday. Hey. Happy birthday to you. Get it. Happy birthday to you. Sing it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Whitney. Yeah, um, and Whitney uh, got me a lovely gift, um, which I will be talking about in the next episode, not this episode, <laughs> because she knows it's like my new like obsession. So mm-hmm. I will talk about the next episode. Like, yeah, Bola had like a, a full on like blurred out with me yesterday, <laughs> like where she gave me like a thirty minute rundown about this next thing that she's gonna blurt. Well, she, what she's gonna blurt out. No, I'm episode. not gonna lie, I, but it was like really engaging. It made me even more interested in it. I, I swear, like, after the fact, Whitney, I was like when I was driving home. <laughs> or I was driving to the um, to meet you where we were going. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should have just calmed down because I did the same thing to my sister every time I talk about these. Books. No, but it, like, it like, made me more you just interested. Go so in, and you just so excited, and she thinks that she, my sister, is, that thinks because I love uh, writing and world building, and mm-hmm. it's the writing of these books that I love so much. But now I'll talk about it in the next episode, y'all. But that's but, what like drew me in because it was like you were so excited about it that I got more excited about. it. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna actually read them now. Yeah, I would. Uh, the read the books the book oh, never mind let's just <laughs> anyway that's not part of my blurred out um <laughs> i just want to say that i really think um but juneteenth is also my birthday is june 19th of course but juneteenth is also a celebration for everybody um i've been hearing the twitter chatter where yeah i think a holiday is great is nice but however i do feel like i understand people where they're talking about how yeah, the holiday kind of placates, but it doesn't address the issues that black people are talking about or facing. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was watching a video clip where somebody's like, yeah, but can we get a stop a black hate bill like the Asians did? Or can we get an anti-lynching bill passed? Can we do that? Like, let's fix some stuff instead of just like, oh, we feel bad about this. We recognize it. Let's just give them a holiday. Um, so it's, I, it's a bit of, I don't know what to call it, but I understand. But for Juneteenth, I decided to go to the exhibit at the VMFA, which is one of my favorite places in Richmond. It's probably my very favorite place to go in Richmond. For those of you, if there are any, there might not be any, who aren't our <laughs> friends or the two crickets who listen to our podcast. <laughs> if you're Why not you in Virginia. like that? We got listeners. We got listeners. <laughs> if you're not in Virginia. Anonymous. The VMFA is the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. Just FYI. Yes. It's a beautiful, wonderful place where we just, it's just our spot. It's beautiful. Come I love with it. Me. And we'll be in a world of pure imagination. And art. 
Um, but like they that. had a new exhibit <laughs> called the Dirty South, which was about black culture, um, history through sound and art. And it was so cool. There were some pieces that are so moving. And I just felt like for the first time in one of the exhibits, I felt like I really just like... I really read a lot of the placards to read, to understand stuff. Mm-hmm. I really was looking into what these pieces meant or I was moved by certain pieces mm-hmm. or I felt that I could talk with my African experience, um, heritage experience. I remember I, like my friends were like, Oh, you should be a professor. after this," <laughs> Cause I was talking about so many different things because I always like read and I just absorb information. That's what I do. Mm. I'm the sponge y'all the sponge, but <laughs> I really would recommend everybody go out and look at that because that exhibit was really good. It was nice to see so many different people, all different races. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to the exhibit, um, it was great on Juneteenth. So it was a bunch of people there. Um, and I really appreciated that. And I really liked the experience. So I would say if you live in Richmond, Virginia, go get a ticket. And if you're a state employee, you can get a free ticket. So no excuses. <laughs> um, but the, the exhibit was really nice. And I really felt like it was a good celebration of the black history, trauma, beauty, ratchetness, everything all together of black America. I really thought it was great. So that was my two blurred outs. All right. Yeah. Giggity. What about you, Whitney? You ain't blurred about nothing? Um, well, I, get, I think I kind of mentioned what I'm kind of blurting out about right now, which was just like within the that last song. couple days. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, no. Um, working moms is what um, I'm blurting out about right now. Okay. Though I will add in... Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines as well, just okay. to reemphasize with Bola mm-hmm. that she should watch it because so uh, much the to animation, watch, y'all. So much to watch, but it's like it's it's a movie, so it's not like a series, so it's not as much investment as like a full series, as far even, as like the amount of time. You know, even Raya and the Dragon are are no longer part of the premiere access. Oh, so it's yeah. like, now nah, I need to go watch that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was like, okay, I need to watch that too. So it's like the list is just. Oh, man. And then we. we <laughs> In the Heights is coming out. Yeah, soon. so much new stuff. And then yeah. Never Have I Ever is coming out with season two, which is another little oh, uh, Asian American with the Indian American girl. The Indian girl. Oh, my gosh. Right. I watched I was, the sweet Again, uh, yeah. uh, Shang Chi's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. And the Five Fists. Is it Five? Ten Fists? Ten Rings. Ten Rings. I'm just I'm like. So, but Black Widow comes out before that, I thought. Oh, you're probably right. You're right. Black Widow does come out before that. But I don't know when that's coming out. Uh, Black Widow comes out like July 9th, I believe. Okay, so we will be going to watch that. <laughs> yes, we will. Because I've been waiting to I watch lo- that forever. Black Widow is my girl. Like, when, what was it? Iron Man 2? When she like... When she pulled up in there and did this pose. I was like, like, oh, snap! She's a G! Right, get it, Scarlett. I see you. <laughs> and that's the first time I've ever seen her in something like that. So it was great. Yeah, it is. I still prefer her with the with the red hair than the blonde in the past. Yeah, um, I think like red hair just really really suits her. I like the idea that okay, she's a character but she's a person, and then she's just like, well, maybe Natasha was just like, I need to change my hair color this like this year. So that's why that's how I took it because I was like, why is she blonde in this season? Like, I mean, in this episode, I mean, my bad, in this, this movie, movie. <laughs> I was like, why is she blonde right now? But then I like the idea of like, oh. She's a character. She's like, just like any of us. I want to change my hair color. I want to change my hair color. So that's kind of how I saw it. And I was like, yeah, she's a person. By the way, her Bola look. is fuchsia right now, you guys. Yes. <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I get well, so much compliments. You, you guys will see. You guys will see. Bola will post like the Instagram preview. Our videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're done blurting out and we're going to get into Lupin. Lupin. 
Yes. And so right off the bat, um, I was excited to see this because of the main actor. So the main actor's name is Omar C. He's a French, I would say a Senegalese French actor because he was born in Senegal and then his family immigrated to France where he grew up and then he started off his life as a comedian, really. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. He was just doing a comic. He would do, like, bits and skits and stuff. Because um, I think it's so interesting that in France, like, here, inner cities are full of poor people, my, uh, immigrants, all that kind of stuff. And then the suburbs always have the richer people. Mm-hmm. But in France, it's the opposite. Huh. So in, the cities are for the rich people. Mm-hmm. And then they call them the banlieue. Uh, uh, those places are called the suburbs and they are full of like the shanties, the projects, the, um, places. That's where you see all the, um, immigrant classes. And so he grew up in one of those places. Um, didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, I just was learning all about his life and things cause I really like him. So one, he's like a dark skin, very African looking, very like French, very dapper, but he has this charm about him. He has such a unique look. And I just find him handsome anyway, but he just was so charming. Mm -hmm. And the first time I saw him was in the movie Untouchables, where he played like a guy who was um, taking care of a a terminal person who was about wheelchair bound. He was a rich guy, this rich white French, like I would say, what's the good word? Um, Not a socialite, but just someone in a high class, a rich French person. But he was disabled and stuck in a chair. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, he 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 couldn't keep like people caretakers Mm -hmm. and then this black guy just was like he ended up getting in there and he was just like the best uh caretaker he ever had because he didn't treat him like his status Mm -hmm. he just treated him like you're you're a guy Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna relate to you he's like i don't care how rich you are i'm gonna relate to you be real and that's what he needed instead of the people who are priming and pampering and like whimpering over him Mm -hmm. he wanted somebody who treated him like a regular person and so it was actually very, even though it was funny parts, it was so moving. And I was like, this guy is amazing. But he was also in um, one of the X-Men movies, New Class. He was in... Who was he? I don't know. Uh, girl, I have to look that up for you. Omar C has done a lot of things since then. So he's now become like a big international star. So I just wanted to see him again in something where... But I like that he was the lead. I was like, a French black dude is the lead of this whole show? Yeah, oh, no. I gotta awesome. find out. So that's what Come really made me. About me exactly. And then I love me some heist. You guys, ask Whitney. I love me some heist movies. Like that heist she does. capers that she does. are like some of my favorite. Oh snap! Favorite he films. was Bishop. Yeah, dude. That's who he was. And people don't remember. I don't remember either. Um. So it, it's great to see Omar C doing this, and I just love him. He's great. Um, but he plays the character Asien Diop, which is based off of um, who is inspired by a French uh, character novel. Uh, not, uh, not not a character novel. Oh my god, I'm so tongue tied today, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> a character from these famous novels in France um, called uh, Arsène Lupin. Lupin. So Arsène Lupin is our equivalent of like Sherlock Holmes. America doesn't really have one of these characters. We just kind of take the English ones as our own. Mm. So like a Sherlock Holmes kind of character, um, anybody who you would call like a master of disguise, a a burglar thief, extraordinaire, that kind of character. Mm -hmm. um, That's the equivalent for them in France. So Arsène Lupin is like something that the French people have seen 
so many times, just like we've seen so many iterations of Sherlock Holmes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, except for Sherlock solves crimes and then <laughs> our sin is kind of like committing crimes. <laughs> That's how I was like, uh, but it's just, I just want to get to the point of like how notori- the notoriety of the character. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really well-known character that has so many iterations. Like Sherlock Holmes has in English, English literature. Sorry guys, Our I've just been like looking French. him up on IMDb to find him as Bishop. That is awesome. I yeah, that was he him. was. He played Bishop. Yep. Yeah. And you didn't even know, people didn't notice it. Yeah. He was in there in the um, X-Men movies. So, but that was the thing. That's the backstory. So, Arsene Lupin is the character that our main guy, Asiane Diop, is inspired by because um, some injustice happens to his father. Mm-hmm. Um, should we? Okay, spoilers. Spoilers. You guys so know that go this watch show Lupin. is chock full of spoilers. Please go watch Lupin yes. right now. Stop yeah. and just watch Lupin and then come back. His dad gets arrested for like um, stealing this like. He gets framed actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's framed. But he gets arrested, arrested for stealing this necklace. What was the name of the necklace? Um, Collier de la Reine, which means the necklace of the queen. Yeah. So he gets framed for stealing this necklace from his employers because he's working as a driver for this um, rich family. Mm-hmm. And he goes to jail and he's like, you know saying how he's innocent but one of his employer's wife convinces him to um plead guilty in order to get like a shorter sentence Mm -hmm. and he does and they throw the book at him yeah and since they throw the book at him he like supposedly kills himself in jail but that's not what happened that's not what happened to make sure the real thing doesn't come out the employer Pellegrini. Oh God, I can't stand. Ugh. Oh my God, he was like one of the worst, 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 worst like characters. I like literally watching this season. You know, you like, you know, there's like, there's villains. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he bad. But I really could not stand this guy. I don't know if it was because I was listening to him in French, but how he spoke to people and everything. He was just so short, curt, yeah, like disrespectful. Though, to be honest, I couldn't until stand him. He got him. killed off. I actually disliked. Leonard was that his name? Leonard. Mm-hmm. Leonard even more because he just had so he looked like such a villain. Yeah, he was like I'm a killer. That's basically Leonard. Yeah. Leonard was like, he was a, like killer. a killer. That was just like ah. Uh, uh. yeah. yeah, Leonard was a henchman who ended up killing um Asien's, uh father in jail. Um, so if, if you, if you and imagine his friend that he met who didn't last very long, I was the, so uh, sad. The, the, the white lady, the yeah, journalist who was found, actually trying to take Pellegrini, yeah, for long enough to become. To come back into herself and then so, get killed off. It was so messed up. But so you're talking about well, what happened with Lupin is that um there was two parts. So this show premiered during the pandemic, which was another great thing for it because everyone was just watching so much stuff because mm. we're all stuck at home. I mean, I remember when it came out, I was just like I binged it like two three two days. I was done like the first <laughs> part, and I was like, they have to do more. They can't end it here. I was like, how are you gonna just give me like six episodes? <laughs> I was really having heart palpitations. I was like, where's the rest? <laughs> it can't end here. And they're like, I see him will be back. Lupin will be back for part two. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then it came around like, like this year. And I was like, part two. I was so excited with me. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> what, what about you? It was just like, it was really good. But like, I'm thinking about back to a part that really stood out for me in the second part where, He's had a falling out with his ex-wife. Are they exes? That's an interesting know. thing. Let's talk about the characters in this. So, um, Asien, also <laughs> Lupin, 
He has, um, I want to say an ex-wife. Maybe she's an ex-wife. Because I remember he mentioned alimony in the subtitles. They did. So, yeah, so I wasn't sure episode. if they were separated or if they were actually divorced. Yeah, so that's up in the air. But they were exes. They were childhood sweethearts, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has his helper, his friend, Benjamin, mm-hmm. who I really love. I really love his friend. I like, like I him, really too. love Because he's just I down got, for the cause. I got to say, like, Benjamin looked so, like, hot at the end. I mean, he was cute, but he was hot at the end with the whole, like, um... Thing where he like mm-hmm. he slicked his hair back a little yeah, bit. I was the, like, oh, part two. Yeah. Like I see you, man, and he and got he's really. like, you can get it, Ben. Yeah, he was cute. The young version of him. So I liked him. He was cute. The young version too. Yeah. So the the great thing about this show is like each episode is like a, a he's trying to pull off a job, he's trying to pull off a, a caper or mm-hmm. a heist or, or steal something. So he's either trying to get in, break in somewhere, come out of something, or steal something. Mm-hmm. Or, or like it's a mix every episode was so unique and interesting mm-hmm. that something was going on in that episode um so he has a friend benjamin who helps him and the way they did the show is like they would back and they would do like um the flashbacks to the past where mm-hmm. he was younger and then you see how he's developed and how he became so um so inspired by uh the lupon books how he mm-hmm. kind of like came up obsessed with the lupin books he wanted yeah. to become Lupin, he really wanted Lupin, and he wanted to become, um, he wanted to get back at who caused his father's death, because mm-hmm. I think he feel, he figured out what was going on, and he was like, no, my dad doesn't steal. His father was, like, the most upright person to him, so for them to be I like... I think he believed it for a little bit, though, because remember when he found the letter, he was like, my oh, father yeah, was that's not right, a that's right, that's right. So I think he, he believed that his father did do it for a while, because mm-hmm. it wasn't until he got, like, the, he went back and looked at the that's note, right, and he right. found it, mm-hmm. so I think for a little while he... He might have believed it. It, it, it was, was very revenge-esque to me. Did you ever watch that show? Revenge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it felt like that to me. Like, remember, she believed mm-hmm. for a while that her father was like a terrorist, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it wasn't until later until she learned the truth. Yep, yeah. yep. And so, but they always flash back to the past, and they have the younger versions. Mm-hmm. I swear, me and my sister kept saying this: the child that plays his younger self. I'm like, they look so much alike. I was like, is this my sister's like, this has got to be one of his family members. And I was like, oh, I mean, he might just be another Senegalese African kid in France. I was like, I'm sure. But she's like, they got the same head shape, everything. And, I'm looking, and I was like, just leave it alone. That's the whole point. <laughs> but um, the kid did a great, all the younger actors did a great job. Yeah, too. everybody did a great job. Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked them. And then I liked that it was very quintessential French. The French have their own way of doing things, saying things talking and i just like seeing that in this whole little environment you know what i mean but the character of asian and how he developed into the lupinesque his lupinesque side it was just awesome to see you know because he would just change his clothes put on a he was just oh, it yeah. was so amazing and like where his he transformations. Lived, which even his wife didn't know like where he actually mm. lived ex-wife sorry ex-wife and son didn't know where he actually lived yeah but like you see all these like different like costumes or like not costumes but like you know props, disguises and props gadgets and, and i'm like, like he just uniforms. knew everything like yeah every time he pulled something i was like how did he do this and i'm like then you would see he knows how to use this gadget you see he knows how to fight then you would see he knows how to use this technology to do this and that to change of a, a, a news clipping to like forge some stuff together it was just like he just had so many skills i was like yo this guy is amazing <laughs> and he was like a one-man job like well no he had helpers at times but you, yeah he was essentially ben, ben pulling was it off his main 
His main helper, yeah. Dude, yeah. Who knew everything about his life. So he like, knew everything. Change out. Make the fake jewels. He was mm-hmm. like the version of Mindy Colling from mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. Ocean's 8. From Ocean's 8, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then he also was like um, the fencer. Mm-hmm. So he was also, what's her name? Sarah Paulson's character. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm making all of the like connections back mm-hmm, to Ocean's mm-hmm. 8. Again, heist characters, <laughs> yes. heist people. He was the techie person. Well, no, Lupin did all the techie stuff himself. Yeah. Um, and then he put on the disguises as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I just love how he transformed himself all the time. But um, And it's like you wanted him to win all the time. Even though he wasn't doing like the most... like. He wasn't doing like great stuff, but his a goal was his goal. He was, was very good. Robin Robin Hood esque. Yes, see that's another character you can um uh, uh, liken the Arsène Lupin because he's like he's not like uh, he steals, but he steals, but he's stealing with a purpose, like a noble purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's trying to get back at some people who deserve to get get back. Okay, because mm-hmm. Pellegrini, I was so irritated. Well, sorry. The events of the series, he's stealing for a noble purpose. I get the feeling that he stole just to make a living <laughs> up till then. Because you remember when he was like trying to like woo, um, what's her name? Is it Anne? No, Anne? not Anne. Are you, are you talking about um, Juliet? Juliet? Okay. Is the Pellegrini's daughter. Yes. When he was like wooing Juliet mm-hmm. and he like steals her. So he's like, remember when we used to do this? Mm-hmm. So I get the feeling they used to do it just for fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> he used to do it just for fun because he learned how to. And then, you know, what's so interesting. It's like you saw in the second part, a temp where he first was like, I'm going to be like Lupin and it goes really badly. <laughs> so Claire is his, um, future ex-wife. baby mama, ex-wife. Um, but in school that he just really liked her. And she wanted to play, she's a violinist, uh, yeah, violinist, and uh, somebody who was jealous of her or something broke her actual violin. Mm-hmm. And of course, instruments are expensive. Um, so they went into the shop, she went to the shop to go get a new one, and she was like, she couldn't afford it. But he followed her, and then he came out, and he's like, well, let's just rent it. There's a sign right here that says you'll rent it, but because he was black, the the owner of the shop was like, no. We're not doing nothing. If I'm thinking if she had thought of it, maybe he would have done it. But because she was associated with him and he was mm-hmm. black, which I was like really irritated by, um, he it, they wouldn't he wouldn't let her even rent it. So she was just like, let's just leave, let's forget about it. But he was like, no, this is my girl. I don't want her to lose her um her competition, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna go back and steal that violin <laughs> for her, and he did it too. But he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's just like the beginnings of his little transformation. It was like it was there. The seeds were there. He right. tried it. I like that they showed that he tried mm-hmm. it. He didn't. He didn't succeed. But he was like, we gonna keep doing this though. You know what I also <laughs> like from like the flashbacks when they find the map of like those underground tunnels. Oh my gosh! And then after In they part escape, two. He, he actually gets Benjamin to actually give it back to mm-hmm. the lady, like like we promised. Yes, yes. Twenty yes. years later, here's that mm-hmm. thing we stole. <laughs> and I was mad at that. I was like, oh my gosh, y'all didn't return that. <laughs> y'all didn't return the. Map. Y'all couldn't have, like sketched like a copy or something, That's or the photocopy photocopier you had to like take this they took the whole they took that thing they're like no we're just gonna keep this and he's like yeah give it back to her now but i you know that episode that was like episode nine right that episode i love so much because Mm. i love how this is going now to like like the filming genius those who edit those who like do the cinematography all that kind of Mm. the cutting back and forth and the editing where they matched up when the kids did the run Mm. and when the adults them as adults did it. Mm. I was just like, 
so back. I just loved it because it almost like matched perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I was watching and I was like, just on my edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> I was like, for the, I'm not gonna lie. I was so hyped watching the end of Lupin, the second part. I was just like, my mom and my sister were like, why are you making so much noise in the house? <laughs> I was like, you gotta watch Lupin season two. Stop playing. I'm clapping. <laughs> because it was just such great film. It was, I was so entertained, excited, enthused. But that particular part where they're going through the tunnels, mm-hmm. I just thought it was so yeah. genius work, you know? I also really appreciated the fact that he was flawed yes. as a character. Yes, he wasn't I mean, a perfect father. Not everything. for the fact that he was um, a thief. That that wasn't presented as a flaw to me. Like, it was just, like, some, a means for him to, like, you know, get by, make a mm-hmm. living, do all this stuff. But the fact that you found out through, like, the flashbacks that he was, like, having an affair with Juliet mm-hmm. while he was with Claire, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, snap! Mm-hmm. And, like, all this stuff, and it's like, oh, well, this isn't good. But I really, like, I got so afraid at the part where he had, like, convinced Juliet to, like, take her father down. Mm-hmm. And when she was waiting... At that bridge, I thought he was gonna leave her. Yeah. And then Benjamin was like, I was like, that would be so cold. I was like, see, that would and, be so wrong because it wasn't her fault. Yeah. And that's the thing. You see him like, he's a burglar thief and he was using her to a, as a means to an end, but he wasn't heartless. Mm-hmm. And I like how in the end of season two, um, to me, I'm not gonna lie, even though there was part one, part two, mm-hmm. I felt like this was all still one season. Well, I mean, they, they didn't call decided- it season two, they did call it just part two i know but it seemed like a second season but i would agree i feel like all the episodes actually go together to Mm -hmm. me i would i would say another season would be like whatever happens after Mm -hmm. what happens in part two um but uh where where was i going with that dang (laughs) (laughs) um oh man i really lost my chain of thought after everything happened uh you were talking about i think um after everything wrapped up oh yeah so you know how Pellegrini was actually trying to steal from his daughters. Like she yeah. was actually trying to do something good. And mm-hmm. she, that's the thing. The daughter was actually trying to do something good. Mm-hmm. She was never doing anything, but she didn't even realize what was going on mm-hmm. with her father and everything. How her father was basically a son of a, you know what? Mm. The backside of a donkey. Anyway. <laughs> and he Thrice was cursed really... son of a South set goat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love it. Son of a biscuiting bulldog. Okay, no. <laughs> and he was literally trying to steal the majority of this money people were donating for her cost to oh help God, children yeah. and friends. It was like, I was what, like, 85% and she only yes, gets like 15%. Yes, and she only gets 15%. Like, Dude, you are just like... From your own daughter. Like, but then again, really? her mother did tell her. It's like... Your father's an ass. And he's a, yeah, it's like, he's like, you're either for him or against him. And it's like, true. and if you're against them, then it really doesn't matter who you are to him. It's terrible. Even she, that's how she had to, she's like, I'm done with you. I got my own little place on the side, I'm done with you. So, but I like that you would think a real burglar would be like, oh no, all that money is coming to me. Because he had a little guy, I'm not going to lie, that little guy, I I pretty much thought the little guy that came in, I thought he was just somebody that Pellegrini was, like, one of Pellegrini's I had my people. suspicions, this is very rare for me, my mom's usually really good at ascertaining these type of mm-hmm. things, like, before they happen, but I rarely pick up in anything until they like reveal it but i'm like i had my suspicions about him when mm-hmm. he first came in i was like i wonder if he's like working with lupon i see and i Somehow. didn't realize that because t- the way he came off he came off so ruthless but sometimes that could just be the french attitude because <laughs> <laughs> he just like the guy's like how old are you he's like my age doesn't matter I just get my stuff done for my clients. Are you down or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's basically how he behaved. And I was just like, 
okay. But then I, I couldn't place him. I was like, I don't know if he's just one of these like ruthless CD people that don't mind doing the bad stuff for, for rich people. Because there are those characters who like, yeah. I get my money, I do whatever they ask. As long I long mean, as I get my money. He played that part very well. It's just yes. that there was just something about the fact that he was like the the timing of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of the way he like portrayed himself. Because I was like, he had that part down pat. But it was and just it the really timing that made me It wasn't until the end of that when they showed it. I was like, oh, well, damn. I really was thinking he and was on a Pellegrini's really turned time. him around. Because like, the way that he looked in the library. Yeah, he was a full-on goth. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned himself a clean-cut. He was cute too. Once he they cleaned cute. him up, he was I cute. Know. He Little was skinny really cute. thing. But um, I like that that money. He was like, because even Benjamin and that guy, I forgot his name, but Benjamin and the and the helper, they were both like, "What are we going to do with this money?" Because the what they were doing, Pellegrini don't know that. Yeah, your money's not going to some offshore account in the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. No, it's coming to us. So they're like, "What are we doing with the money?" And then Lupin said, "Um, uh, let me say, let me say, Asien, Asien was like, no." We, all that money's gonna go to her organization. The kids shouldn't suffer because of, you know the that guy's evil. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, all that money is going into the organization. And I was like, see, that's that heart of gold thing right there. That's that you know he's not a killer. He's not the like a Robin Hood. He never thing. kills he anybody really. Although that guy that took his son, he was like Leonard. He just threw him out of the window. <laughs> this okay. So the time. So part one and part two are separated by. An inciting incident, which was called the kidnapping of Asian's son, Raul. And he was like, oh, he's yeah, mess with little, my son. He's such a little cutie. He was a little cute. Little, yeah, it's a little mop of hair. <laughs> he was so cute. But his, he was traumatized. And I don't blame the mom. I'm not going to lie. With I Claire, know, I was kind of feeling some kind of way about her because I was like, you really just try to betray him to the police? And that's like, that's a, like another thing I really liked about the series is the way that they like, because, you know, since the central character is Asien, mm-hmm. then, you know, you feel with him, you know, you feel with the protagonist, mm-hmm. but then you're looking at it. So you're like, ah, how could you blah, 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 blah. He's his father. Mm-hmm. You can't separate his father. But then you're like, no, this is like messed up. Like yeah. if it weren't for what he was doing, his, her son would not, their son would not have been in danger. Yeah. And he's like still going to, so like, as a mother, then that is the logical choice yeah. of what to do. And like, that's no. why you couldn't really fault Claire. Even though I was like, Claire, you were working with Pellegrini right now. You And I wonder if she knows really the truth about what happened. That's my thing. I was like, I don't know if she knows. I don't think she knew until Benjamin told her. Because remember she was asking him? Um, about and he what? made, and that's when she went to Pellegrini? Oh, about, she, he told her the truth about everything. That's right. I think so, yeah. Because I was like, does she know? Yeah. Because I was like, if she knew how bad this thing was, like, she would never go to him. But at the same time, the mother like is always about protecting about her child. all that stuff as well, she might have been a little bit more aware of Juliet, too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, she knows he's dangerous. And I felt bad because it's like once for for women, once you like tread on their children, that's when the claws come out. She's like, you know what, do what you gotta do, but my son you oh, are no. not going to put him in danger. So she felt like she like, did what she had to that, do. I mean, but that's what a good mother would do. It she looks like a betrayal, like, but she yeah. was like I still love him. Maybe she's not in love with him anymore. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. But she was like, But no, this is my child and you are not gonna put him in danger. Yeah. And so I I, I agree. So that whole scene where um Leonard, the henchman of Pellegrini the villain, like kidnapped his son. Oh man. That just started off some stuff. I was like, really on my like. I was my like, toes on pins that and needles. Like, I yes. Per- I mean, because you know how you watch like a show or a movie, and you're like, they're not gonna let anything happen to so and so. But now, like in the last like twenty years, that's 
that that's kind of out the window like mm-hmm. yeah they will kill all the main characters so like when the son when raul was in the uh the trunk of the car i was like oh snap they're gonna kill him oh I my thought god he was de- no i thought he was a little little burnt little thing i thought he was just i thought he was toast. gonna be dead i thought he was like they were I gonna kill him off gonna i was like dude he really looked like so it messed up it really looked like it um, and that made me hate that. That's part of the. I guess that's part of the reason why Leonard was even more hateable to me yeah. than like even what's his name because what's his name hardly got his like hands dirty. So you like, I mean, you hate him, but it's like Leonard was so like on screen hateable that he's just like ah oh, the thing. You know what? Doing. I'm I'm on the opposite side. To me, I prefer the ones who get their hands dirty because at least you've seen them. They have the guts to do what they want to do. People like Pellegrini, where they just get people to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because I'm like, you don't try to get your hands dirty, but you're the one doing all this evil stuff. I oh, hate no. that. Like, I hate it. I, you're I worse to me. Yeah, I totally get that. It's mm-hmm. just that, like... That's just my take. My ire, like, my, like, fiery ire yeah. was, like, oh, very directed at Leonard. Me because too. he was actually doing it. And you know that the worst person is Pellegrini. But just the fact that he was really doing this, I'm like, it's a child! Mm-hmm. And at the very least, uh, Pellegrini was like, I just want him, you know, leave the kid alone. Yeah. And he was like, and Leonard's just like, mm, no, nah, I think I'm just going to throw him in this trunk and set him on fire. I know. That was terrible. I'm so Leonard was like a really terrible villain. Um, there was so Which many, is why like... his bitch ass got taken out. <laughs> I just, you know what's so funny? I saw, I think I saw a clip or a comment and you know how um, I see and dealt with him. He was fighting with him and struggling with him. But the, the way, because our sign is so big compared mm-hmm. to, Le- to Leonard. Yeah. Um, I, I love that, by the way. Just, just, <laughs> just a nice big black dude. Oh, anyway. But Leonard, like, he just, like, the way he threw him out the window, it was actually <laughs> comical because he's just like, he's like, no, he, he just got thrown out a window like a rag doll. It was hilarious. And you I was like, oh. You just got kicked in your chest. You were talking all that good. It's just a little while ago. <laughs> I was like, did he just do that? And then I was like, He's dead. And then I was like, oh, he's not, though? How did he survive that? He's like a cockroach. Yes, seriously. Because I was like, he just got thrown out of a window. I know he broke some stuff, but he still popped up and was shooting Ghidorah and um, the um, one of the police officers that was... Um, actually a non-corrupt... Well, no, actually, three, the three of them yeah, were non-corrupt. Yeah, they were non-corrupt, but, but they were his on name? his... What Ghidorah? Yeah, Ghidorah. Ghidorah was the more prominent character because he's the one who figured out that yeah. Asian was like... Play, like going by the book of like Lupin. Yeah, it's because he was also a fan of the mm-hmm. Arsene Lupin books. So I kind of like that that there were so many people in the story that were fans of the books. Like even his son, because he's it was like it was like passing on a legacy. Because uh, the way he got the book was because um, Asian's father was um, looking at the library, like mm-hmm. the book. You could tell he was somebody educated. Mm-hmm. But when immigrants come to other countries, it's like whatever. I'm not going into it, but. They're like, okay, you're just going to be this, you know? And then, I'm not going to lie. There's a thing where sometimes the French look down on the French, the Francophone African peoples. It's a thing. It mm-hmm. really is. And it's still a thing, actually. Um, so they, that's why he didn't mind putting, pinning the thing on him. He's like, he's like, nobody cares. You're just a black dude from another French African country. Nobody cares. And that's why he felt like he could do that to him. But you could tell his father was someone who's learned and, and, mm-hmm. and had intelligence and stuff and they just didn't see him that way because of how their prejudice uh towards black people 
And so he looked at the books. He's like, no, my son needs one of these. This is a good gift for him, Mm -hmm. reading some books. So he picked one. The wife let him pick pick a book. And the father gave it to him as a gift, and he found it after his father died, which was really sad. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, uh, then Asien gets in, you know, so in, invested in this book, transform his life. But then he kind of passed it on to his son Raul. Mm-hmm. So Raul starts reading the books too. So and then even the the guy they um they recruit to help um our young guy. I, I guess we're gonna call him the helper so I can figure out what yeah, his name was. Because they I'm the so way sorry, they recruited him is by finding people who were like specifically in the in the library looking, looking at for the, the Arsene Lupin books. books. And then he was like trying to steal one. And they're like, this is our guy. <laughs> this is our guy. Cause he's trying to steal one of the books. And, and he so, was good too. Cause he like his awareness of his yeah. surroundings. He was like, what do you want? Yeah. And the funny thing was this guitar, um police officer, he kept saying that, Hey, this guy is using these books, but all the other police are like, are you dumb? Like a book really get, get to work and figure out this case. And he's like, y'all not listening to me. So he followed his instinct. And then he was there when his son got kidnapped. Cause he fought because they were going to an Arsene Lupin like convention, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was great that they had, um, I was reading some interviews about this, um, just some articles mm-hmm. from the actors. And so when Omar C was, he was very involved in this. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, they had like a showrunner that was um, showrunners are like the main head people that Creative produce the head. show, um, and the showrunner is actually American or British, actually um, British, so English speaking. But the, he really wanted Omar C part of this project, and so in France, he says that I remember he was talking about this on on Jimmy Kimmel show. Omar C was saying how. In France, there's so much of Arsene Lupin. It's been done so many times. Everybody watched it before. Mm-hmm. So he was involved in, like, how do we make this different? Mm-hmm. We're going to do Arsene Lupin now, but how are we going to make it different? So he liked that the character was influenced by the books, mm-hmm. not that the character was Lupin. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, I like that. And I just thought that that was great how you have books um, and the characters and, you know, love of the books, fandom, mm-hmm. everything, inspiring people to be something different. Like, I just liked how the character... It was the person assumed the character on himself. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was very interesting. And I liked how they did this little modern take. They're like, no, this is going to be modern day, mm-hmm. but we're going to have him have the elements and the characteristics of this, uh, literary character, but he's not going to be him. Yeah. He's still Asin Diop, not Arsene Lupin. Mm-hmm. So I liked that little nugget. I just thought I it was like that cool. Too. And he was so dapper. Oh my! When he I was going dapper. in to like buy the yes, like necklace, I, love the I was like, "Ooh, he is looking so yes, fast." He has such confidence. Like, oh my god! Like I said, Omar C Cut is very charming. I was like, "Oh my god, he can get it." That dark chocolate, I just like. Mm, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> I know I'm adding people to my list. <laughs> Who did I add? Like Ben Barnes was like the top. <laughs> I reggae John Paul at the week before, <laughs> and then you like just still Trevor and uh, Winston do. What happened then? Like they 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 lower right now. This harem is starting to like get longer and longer. <laughs> Omar C is up there now. I love him. I just think he's just so charming. Oh my gosh, he is. That yeah. smile that he just when he just looks at he's like. <laughs> you know, he got it. And I was just like, yes, I was rooting for him mm-hmm. all the time. But you know, one of the things I was, I was again, reading into this more, mm-hmm. um, when they were talking about how there is a element of racism that plays in with this. Yeah. That was interesting to me. I mean, obviously unpleasant, but it was mm-hmm. like seeing like, uh, Le- um, Leonard mm-hmm. go into the place and everybody's like, He's like, can I use the phone? He's mm-hmm. like, you gotta buy something. And you can see, like, this, like, 
obviously like mm-hmm. rays of racism just like mm-hmm. and they're like off. you gotta be a customer to use the phone he's like fine i'll buy this drink now let me use the damn phone and then our um then asian came in to basically plead for help He's yeah, like, he's yo, like, my, my son was just kidnapped, kidnapped by this black dude. Like... I know I'm the only other black dude that came up through here. <laughs> so I know y'all saw something, but nobody said nothing and again. I was, I was just so like, mad. you sons of sons of sons of sons. Even with sons the violin incident where the guy was like, no, I'm not going to let you do this because you're racist. And he called him out. He's like, racist. And I'm like, that's how they said it in French. And I was like, this is ridiculous, you know? Mm. But, um... What the showrunners and um, Omar was trying to point out was that how in the with the racism they were saying how that kind of played into his favor with his changing of the characteristics because they just see him as another black man. Mm. So he was able to use that to his advantage, even though it's messed up. Mm-hmm. He was able to use that to his advantage to change his character because they were like, they're, even though he was in plain sight, they weren't looking for him because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you're just some other black dude. Yeah. You know? Um, like at the end, the way he got out of that whole theater with like the, the lots. end with the lots, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, he just, y'all, he just was there in front of y'all and all he did was have a, a dread like wig and y'all are like losing, y'all are like, where did he go? Where did he go? I'm like, he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> the same build, everything. Y'all just going to pretend. And they're like, yeah, because they don't see, he's like, oh, this is just some other black dude. Um, and so I know, um, Lupin, the character's supposed to be a master of disguise anyway, mm-hmm. but that part kind of like hit to me. Cause I was like, yeah, it kind of goes with how like they see black people as another, you're just another black person, you know? Um, and how the whole, we're a monolith thing, which I hate really, I really hate that. Um, but Lupin uses it to his exam, um, his advantage and he's able to get out of these situations and things cause they don't expect him. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I, I thought in um, part one that was a really clever thing he did with like the delivery thing. Oh my he gosh, all yes. those, like the delivery capers. drivers. Yeah, let's chat about all the ways he got out of things. <laughs> that one, the, the first episode. I remember I rewatched the first episode because he just played it so smooth, so cool. He changed his Wikipedia page to make himself look rich. They believe like he, and you know what the funny thing is, they didn't. That's where you can see the racism part again because. They, like, searched him again. They didn't believe him. They're like, what's this black dude doing with money? Mm. Why is he... Like, they had to bring out the Wikipedia page to mm-hmm. be like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He 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 got $576 million. Oh, yeah. He can he can do... I was like, what is the deal? Can't he just be in there and be like, no, I have money. I'm going to also bet on this diamond necklace, too. Like, that part so, irritated to me. To be honest, that part I didn't immediately attribute to racism. Now, when he Pre- was back... Now, when he brought him back, he was like, we didn't expect a bitter like you. That I attributed yeah. to racism, yeah. but not when he looked him up. Because I'm like, if someone's bidding on something this expensive, if they don't know them, mm. I assume that some of the people okay. he probably knew on site, Fair but enough. if they were a new bidder, Fair enough. that he probably looked them up to make sure they had the yeah, money. Yeah, but you're right. After the fact, when he went into the area to actually look at the necklace, that whole thing irritated me so bad. I was like, really? And then he was leaving... And they still were like, let's frisk him and search him. And the guy, like the guy who got roughed up, the guy who was basically the auctioner, mm-hmm. who was um, um, facilitating the thing, he was like, no, what are you doing? He got roughed up with me. And that was planned. But he mm-hmm. got roughed up with me. He's like, what are you he doing? He tried to stop him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, the necklace is gone now. So, you know, it was so, <laughs> it was so irritating to me because he's like, I'm still going to search him. And I was like, ah, being black. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
But I like that they didn't shy away from those things because it's still be very honest, prevalent in French society too. The just desire like here. to search him again, I did not attri- attribute that to racism to the cop. I attribute that to him being a good detective. Are you sure? Yeah, I think that was just him being like suspicious. Like something doesn't seem like they they tried to get away with this. Maybe they had an inside person. Okay. I yeah, for him, I don't think that was racism. I think that think was him. Being, um... I think that was his like spidey sense. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. he was actually a good cop. Like he mm-hmm. was like suspicious of like the right people. He was like something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even like he had like his kind of this is kind of weird about my boss. I mean, he didn't like he didn't like grasp onto the thought hard yeah. like what's his name did, mm-hmm. but he like felt it. You could see he was like. This is weird. Yeah. So I think that was just him okay. using his cop senses and being okay. like. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Which brings me to another thing. The freaking, what was his name? Dumont. I was the, like, the you... dirty cop, the commissioner. Like, right up very close to Leonard was Dumont in my eyes. Because to be honest, for some reason, all my ire, like, less so, I mean, Pellegrini was awful. But just, like, watching in action, like, my ire was so directed at Dumont. I was like, yes, son of a son of a son Yes, because I'm like, you're supposed to be a person upholding the law. And you're over here breaking it left and right for this one dude. Like, come on. all this corruption. I'm like, ugh. It was so terrible. And I was like, both of them, oh my god, both of them got what they deserve in it. And I was like... Like your comeuppance is coming with right. swiftness, and oh my god, they got him! I love the way he did everything. Oh my god, yeah, the way the, the way, way he, he kidnapped it. him, and they were like looking at this other place, and he had them inside the place where he took them the entire time. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, genius, mm-hmm, genius! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they trying to frame him for that um, for Leonard's murder when another henchman came and killed Leonard, mm-hmm. and then and Leonard Pellegrini got his did that too. That bitch ass. Le- but Pellegrini did that too. But Pellegrini told his other dude, he's like. You know what? You kill him he's because like, he he's needs to a... pay for losing the son. And I'm yeah, like, he's why? Like, he's, he's messed up too many times. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. That's why Pellegrini was the worst to me because I'm like, even your he henchmen are told, doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you, how could you just be killing so heartless? Exactly, he was completely heartless. Uh, let's talk about the end episode. So. I just love the ending the mm. most. Like I could not. I thought I couldn't love anything more. But that ending, he's so bold with his stuff. Like <laughs> just the boldness, the audacity, you know, of what he does. But it culminated oh, yeah. I in the last that. episode. He's like, I'm gonna walk out on the stage. Like, hey, y'all been looking for me here. I am. <laughs> I know. And I, I was so shocked by that because I was like, I knew he's in the in the shadows. And you know what's so funny? When he had that nephew to Pelle- the nephew the knife to, <laughs> to Pellegrini's throat, I was like. Mom, I was hoping my mom was watching with me. I was like, Mom, nah, he's recording this stuff. He wanted to make sure he got a confession out of it. And I was like, I didn't see any recording device, mm-hmm. but I was like, nah, I know my dude. He's recording it somehow. Of course. Of and course. he's going to send it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it. And I was like, I was like, Pellegrini's so dumb. That's why he was that's why I'm saying he was so weak. You know, what? behind I his don't power think he and was money. Dumb. I think he was weak. Overconfident. Yeah. Weak. <laughs> I mean, well, he yeah, he's hiding behind he's his weak, power and his money, and he was overconfident because I, I mean, he got a lot done, so obviously he wasn't dumb because he had money. But he was like so overconfident. He was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna have this that guy dead very soon. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and tell him. I know, and I was just like, or doing why like were you talking. <laughs> to why use you... the words of like from The Incredibles, whatever his name was, Syndrome. He was like, I feel like you caught me monologuing. <laughs> I feel like if he was a real G, he would just not uh, like admit any of that shit. He's like, no. No, I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. I don't care. Kill me then. I would have like really. I would. I would have loved for him to do that. But of course, since he's a weak weakling who can't really fight or defend himself, he uses his money to, um, to do his work for him. Mm. 
um, and his henchmen and everything. I just knew he was gonna. Sing. As soon as that knife hit his throat, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna sing like a canary." I knew That's it. Right. And then uh, he was up in the rafters. Uh, of the, but my thing is, I did not expect him to come out and be like, um, "I send you up." I'm just, because at that time, ASEAN was being hunted by the police for somebody else's yeah, murder. They had all the security up in there. Yes, like, so it was much terrible. I was like, "Y'all, really?" But he just came out there a boldness, and he was like, "This is what's going on." Sorry, Julian. <laughs> Sorry, Julia. But this is the truth. I got. I was like, "Oh my god!" He did it. <laughs> on the stage, just like. I was not expecting him to come out just to say that mess in the open. I thought he was just going to flash it on the screen, but he just came out himself. And then the lights went down. He was like, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) The fight scenes, the capers, even the little romances and everything. Yeah. Which made me wonder. I'm like, I kind of wonder now. Cause like, now I'm not sure. Like, was he really interested in Juliet? I feel like at the end, I mean, I know he was like, before when he was having like the affair with her but i'm like is he actually interested in her or was she just a means to an end because i know like he had feelings for her before but i'm like and i know he like cared that she well i think i think it's like he liked both of them but he chose claire Mm. and i feel like juliet was feeling salty about that because she liked him from the beginning it was them at first but her father kept them separate so he had to be like you know what You, you 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 know I was trying to have something with you. Mm-hmm. You left me hanging at the bridge. I'm gonna move on to Claire. So, yeah. and then she even though they like apparently kept up the affair yeah. for like years. Yeah, she kept coming back. She but then I wonder, she liked the though, chocolate. <laughs> I do have to wonder though when he said I made the wrong choice. I wonder if he really meant it though mm, with the girls. Yeah, maybe he may. He might maybe. have because maybe Juliet might have gone like been down for all his craziness. I mean, she obviously was. She was like, uh, still the thing for me then. <laughs> But I like Claire. I felt like Claire was more grounded. I, yeah, and I, felt I like did Claire like her. Was not yeah. associated to the thing with their families would, to me, cause a conflict within the relationship because it's yeah, like it's just a lot she was overcome. unaware of everything, but he was so aware, and he's been working on taking yeah. her, her father down. I just feel like it would present such like it's a issue. lot to overcome. Like your father killed my father. Yeah. Your father took everything from me, and I'm going to get him, whether you like it or not. And I'm going to use you to get it. So it's like, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just felt like them being together was not going to work. I just think he said it to just to, to get her to believe in him. You know? I mean, I think he may have meant it a little bit. Yes. Because, like, looking at it, she Claire was not going to be down for who he was overall. She loved him, but, mm-hmm. like... She that dangerous side, that stuff. Yeah, she's she like, I can't, I it. can't be, I can't be down for that, and mm-hmm. that, that is just kind of part of who he is. I don't think any woman was going to be down for it, unless they made a character who I was mean, like him. Juliet seemed to be kind of for it, but she wasn't aware of all of the stuff he was doing. She wasn't aware of everything he was doing. She yeah, liked I mean, that he not, stole not the, the painting, but she knew like that. That's that's what he did, and I mean, you, I got, the, I got the feeling from the end of it when he like that she might have been down with everything. She might have. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I mean, know. now that they were older, I don't know how down. She was like, because this was fun. She mm-hmm. was like, but we're too old for that. Now. Exactly. That's why I, I was like. But I do. I feel like she was more okay with it than like Claire. Well, yeah, that part definitely more as a as a means. And I think because Claire is also a mother, she was like, I don't want anything dangerous happening to my son. Right, like, right, right. No, I don't want him involved in this kind of stuff. This is not stuff normal people are involved in. 
So I think because she's so grounded and down to earth, she's kept it real. And it was like, I really like that kind of like dive into Claire's like character when she was like seeing like the therapist or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, you just said last week that he's your soulmate. Mm -hmm. She was like, and you just got the feeling that she was just like, yeah, he is, but it's not something I take joy in. Mm, like, sad. it's like he is, but it's just like, it's something that's overall hurts mm-hmm. me rather mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was just like, oh man, the that's difficult. Love. Yeah. The pain of love. Yep. Yep. But, um, so here's going back to the end episode. So he got away so marvelously. <laughs> it was perfect. Like I really thought, because it seemed like all of France's police force was just <laughs> after him. And I really thought he wasn't going to get away. And I was like, how is he going to get away from this? So he ended up hopping in a boat and like just scooting down. I forget the river that's in Paris. <laughs> Sims? No. Sin? The Sims? I thought no. Sin. Oh, River Sin. Yes. Sorry. S I E N S E I N E. Okay, the River Sin. You're right. Um, so he ended up going down there, and then he meets his family, well Claire and Raúl. Um, and then he like he says he loved them, mm-hmm. but he had to go away. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not gonna lie, I felt some kind of way about that because I was just like, I understand he has to go away, but I was like. You just gonna leave your family though? Like he's like, I, think- I don't know when I'm gonna be coming. I'm not gonna be around. But I'm like, but this is your son. He's like a kid still. I mean, like he's a teenager. You how you just not gonna be in his life? Like I, I think feel that some kind of way like- about that. I think that honestly, he made the best choice because he had so much stuff going on that I think yeah, it would it would be the best thing for his family was. For him to be away. For him to be away from them. Because, because his son at, said, like, he's like, he brought my dad's my life. favorite person. And I was like, but he wants him around. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still a fugitive, to be honest. Well, so that's yeah. that's not really going to work out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he may have, maybe they're not, like, looking at him for murder. But he's still a lot of shit. <laughs> I said, he's still a lot of shit. Stuff. They don't know all his business. <laughs> he's still a lot of shit, dude. He did a lot of a lot of stuff, yeah. I just love the ease in which he did it. So, And I mean, they know about it now. They found, I mean, they probably have, like, evidence about some of the other shit he stole mm-hmm. because of Benjamin Shop. Since he had to leave because yeah. they know and I they... wonder what's going to happen to Ben, too. Like, I okay. think he had to leave as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's project what will be the next se- part three. What will be the next season's thing? Where could they go? Because I was thinking in my mind. I'm like, he can't stay in new... France. Yeah. Well, I'm I Paris. Mean, yeah. Can't I think a new city. A new city with mm-hmm. a new set of issues, new things. Because I was like, now that the New issue... papers. I know, but I was like, now that the driving force, because he had a driving force for mm. all these things. Yeah. It's get the guy who killed my dad. It's payback. <laughs> and so I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, what is he going to, so now that everything's resolved, he got the guy who got his father. Mm-hmm. That's over now. What would convince him and motivate him to keep doing all this stuff and not try to live a regular normal life? Well, I mean, he's never really lived. It, it does. It seems to me that he's never lived a regular normal life. Like I think that's the way he's always made his money was by stealing stuff. Like mm. I think from the time that he and Ben mm-hmm. <laughs> were young, that's like how they made their money. Mm. Like they shut set that operation up like a long time ago. Mm. I think that's how they both you know, made I didn't their think money. Think about it that way. That he's just. I just. I don't know why I assumed he got a job. No, because remember she was like, "So you have a job?" And you saw like, like a real job. 
Exactly. So that tells you, like, I think that he's that's just all he's ever done is really just got stealing steal things stuff. and getting away with it. And he's the master burglar, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah, because I like, would like to see all like, well, at least because, you know, Ben was saying, like, that's how they got the start of the shop was mm-hmm. from that one big piece that they stole mm-hmm. from that lady. Mm-hmm. And then I think from there, it just like snowballed snowball mm-hmm. but that was like the start of their their like initial investment <laughs> okay okay so here's what i would like to see i guess i would like to see like either maybe another person or maybe he gets hired to do a job because That's i imagine I like he gets hired to do some stuff because mm-hmm. it's like if he doesn't have any personal vendetta anymore mm-hmm. for you to keep up the show mm-hmm. you gotta have something pulling so it's either like i hope they don't really fall into like let's get his family again i don't want that to be a motivating thing i don't think it would because i think that would be a little bit too tired yeah to do that i would imagine that they would have to i think they're gonna do like an like another flashback and have some other type of incident Hmm. some other type of wrong that needs to be righted Hmm. not and and it doesn't necessarily have to be in his life maybe he's helping someone else like an old friend maybe okay that's okay that's interesting so we're speculating here um but i would like to see him in like another city Mm-hmm. I would still like to see like him able to maybe maybe see his his son again. I'm sure he Claire. will because he's still keeping an eye on them. He's I would like, like to I'll see a female watching. Lupin, <laughs> like just his like his equal oh, rival. That would be cool. Where it's that like they both cool. pulling off a job. That would be an interesting like little thing cool. to be in the news. I want to see the, like the helper like stay in there. I yeah, liked him. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. like a little cute, like, the little guy. Cool. Yeah, I feel like, cool. and I also feel like since he's gotten a taste for it, it'll be hard to like just go back. He's like. Let's pull some more stuff. Dude. I know. I would be like, you need me? I'm there. And he's a very good actor. So he, he was, was, he was that really episode good. where they almost found Lupin in the little, um, the trunks. Mm. He really was like, you want to search these things? Come and do it. He was bold. I was like, hey, chill out. Cause the, <laughs> our guy is in one of these trunks, but he really convinced Dumont to like not look into it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, right, right. I was like, man, he pulled that off well. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have been like, oh shit, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so let's rate the show. What do you give it, Whitney? I'm going to give it 10 glasses. Yay! You get the double 10 glasses from me, too. (laughs) We give Lupin 10 glasses. 10 nerdy, blurdy glasses, and I think it's uh, deserving. I mean, from the costumes, the the setting, the storyline... The capers, the characters, the characters, even the ones you hate, because yes. they do such a good job of making you it's hate them. It's all so good. It's so entertaining. Um, you will get sucked in, and I really, really think even if you like listen to us and you learned everything just now, <laughs> go watch it because just seeing it unfold is amazing. It is, especially that last that ending episode. I was like, I was in awe. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Exactly, and the fact, I, uh, and we didn't even mention the fact that he gets himself in jail. Yes. He gets, he, and not by being wow. arrested, he switches places with the guy who's in My jail God, and got out of jail, and, and then he got, got out of the out. handcuffs too. When they caught him, when his son, um, when he thought his son died, they caught him, and then he switched places with the police officer in the in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did he do? That? 
it's amazing. You guys are gonna love the roller coaster yeah, yeah, of yeah. fun, and then just just like soak up and savor the charm that is Omar C. He's mm-hmm. just an amazing actor, and I honestly I want to see more stuff from him, whether it's in English or not. I really want to see more stuff from him. And so that's our review of Lupin, you guys. Go yeah, watch it. Go watch it. Check it out. We recommend watching it in original French, but do you if you need the dubbing. Indeed. <laughs> All right. subtitles up. Yeah. All right. All right. Blur. We're going out, y'all. Out. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, the username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at bolastorybee. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D is in dog, E is an elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.